Oh, there it is. It's back there. Sorry. Forgot this thing. Jesus, Jesus, 
I just want to challenge you with something because we're going to get ready and do this song, Hungry. Uh, a few years ago, we were singing this, and I was singing this, the, the chorus, I'm falling on my knees, offering all of, uh, offering all of me. And I, I was standing there singing that, and I thought, well, that's kind of weird that I'm singing I'm falling on my knees while I'm standing up. And, and God just kind of said, you know, if you're going to sing it, do it. So I got down on my knees and, and sang that song. And uh, God kind of just convicted me. Like, every time we sing that song, I want you to, to take a moment and just surrender to me to, to get down on your knees um, and so since then 
when we sing this song, I, I try to sing it from my knees. Um, because we all have a, a pretty obstinate streak in us. We all have this uh, pride. And, you know, so every time this song comes up, I think, oh, I'm just going to stand here today. I don't, I don't need to get down on my knees. It's, it's really about my heart, and it's not about... But then God's like, yeah, but sometimes the position of your body, it, it says something about where your heart is. And so uh, as we sing this song, um, I'm going to sing it from my knees. Um, and I would, I would just challenge you to maybe do that too. Uh, if you can't, for whatever reason, n no shame in that, absolutely none. If uh, you know, if you just don't don't want to, you don't have to. I'm not telling you have to do anything. But I just want to challenge you that a lot of times when we worship, we sing the sing the words, but we don't really sing it from our heart and and make it our prayer. Um, so we're going to sing this, and I just challenge you, if you to sing it from your knees. And like I said, if you got bad knees or whatever, you can't do it, don't do it. Maybe you sit down, maybe you stand up, I don't know. But ever since then, it's, I, I've started listening to God more when I worship, that sometimes God, it just seems like I sense like I need to raise my hands in worship. Sometimes I just sense like I just need to sit down and kind of get quiet before God. Sometimes I need to be on my knees. So I just challenge you to listen. And if God says, get on your knees when you say I'm falling on my knees, then take a step of faith and step into something that seems uncomfortable but maybe just is a step a little bit closer to God. Because if you never take a step into a place that's uncomfortable, your faith's never going to grow very much. So maybe that's a, a big step of faith for some of you. Some, some of you, you'll be happy there. But it says, I'm falling on my knees. The second part says, offering all of me. And... When we get to that line, I just say, God, help me do my best to just give all of me to you. So let's sing this together.
Well, you can be seated. Uh, so we are going to take a little bit of time right now to just share some testimonies, what God is doing in your life. I know. Uh, what, how, God's, how God's moving, what you see him doing, how has God blessed you. Um, but before we do that, I just want to open this time up with uh, Psalm 145, a little bit of it anyway, um, because it says this, I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day, I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. And I was thinking, we praise all kinds of things in this world. But there's only one thing that is worthy of all our praise, and that's Jesus Christ. 
Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation commends your works to another. And that's what we're here to do today for, for intergenerational commending of the Lord. We're going to tell our stories. One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. They speak of your glorious splendor, of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They tell of the power of your awesome works. I will proclaim your great deeds. They celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. And so that's what we're here to do, to tell of the power of God's awesome works, to proclaim the great deeds that he's done and is in the middle of doing, to celebrate his abundant goodness. He goes on and says, the Lord is great, gracious and compassionate. He's slow to anger, hallelujah, and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All of your works praise you, Lord. Your faithful people extol you, lift you up. Your faithful people extol you. They tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might so that all may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Again, this is why we're here today to tell the glory of his kingdom, to speak of his might, so that all may know the, of his mighty acts and the glorious splendor of his kingdom. And he finishes by saying, my mouth will speak the praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. So that's what we're going to do. And if you have a testimony, a, a blessing, a something that God is doing, uh, you just want to lift your hand up, I will run the microphone to you. Um, and that's, and, and please wait till you get the microphone because people watching on, online uh, can't hear unless you have a microphone. So uh, we want to be able to help them be a part of that. And if you're watching online and you have something that you just want to praise God for, go ahead and put that in the comments section on Facebook and we'll read it later. All right. So what's God doing? After last week, I thought I better have one, but we have a great one. <laughs> um, Shirley and I went to a graduation party yesterday that was so beautiful and I, when I was there, his name's Jeremy Rhodes, used to be known as Germ. Maybe you know him, Officer Smith? Or, yeah, I thought so. Anyway, he, he came to church 30 years ago, and he was a van kid. And he came every Sunday and Wednesday nights, and we'd go pick him up. And then the Fullers brought him to youth group. And then in junior high years, he went to the dark side and went and got into drugs and got into dealing drugs once with another kid from the youth group, stole a car and drove all the way to Myrtle Beach and then got to Florida. And the police felt you should not only not steal a car, but somebody should have had a driver's license in the three of them that made that trip. But Jeremy, I would run into Jeremy all the time. And one time I ran into Speedway and I gave him my, my business card and he opened his wallet. He had six of them stuck in his wallet <laughs> over the years. Never did call me, but anyway. But about three years ago, Jesus Christ got a hold of his life and turned it around, and he began to really walk with God, and he, he just really is in a good marriage. He got the old people, places, and things. They tell people in addiction. He got some people out of his life that were leading him down a bad road, and he got sober, been sober three years, uh, graduated from Hawking, Ohio Christian University with an associate's degree, 
and right now he's in in Shawnee, Ohio, preaching. He's a lay speaker with the Methodist preacher with the Methodist Church, and I just was so blessed to realize that God really does use the van route and the kids that we minister to in clubs and youth group and those things. I've run into several lately that are walking with God, and it it's just so beautiful with Jeremy. You know, here he's got his associate's degree. He's preaching, and we preached in New Lexington, just finished there, and he's driving to Shawnee, I think, or just finishing in Shawnee now, I think. But anyway, it preaches about twice a month up there, and it's it just beautiful to see how God turned his life around. And um, he co-leads a little commercial. We do Celebrate Life. It's a recovery ministry for people with addiction. Right now it's a small group. We meet on front in front the front door on Main Street, and he co-leads it with me. I was an alcoholic, but I, I don't relate. The kids' addictions today is so different, but Jeremy relates real well to them. And then with Greg Roush, we, we lead this, and it's been a great ministry. It's starting back up. We have contact with a lot of people, more like a small group for people with addictions. So anyway, that was a commercial, too. Back to you, Brian. What else is God up to? What do you see him doing? I'll tell you what, I, I had a, while you're thinking, uh, I had a blessing this week. I'd uh, been trying to put a, a new bathtub in my bathroom and uh, I'd never done it before, so that's a slow process. And it's, from what I hear, it's a slow process anyway, but when you're doing it the first time by your, on your own, uh, it's a slower process, and I was getting pretty frustrated and down and discouraged by about Tuesday. And uh, my wife, uh, thankful for her, called my parents and said, "Like, I don't know if you could come help him, but he could, he could really use your help." Um, but this, this is the blessing of it: is that uh, my parents were on vacation um, and were driving home when she called them. Uh, when they got home, my dad got out unpacked, repacked, and drove back down and, uh, and came and helped me, uh, helped me finish the bathroom. Actually, he pretty much finished the bathroom. I, I ended up having busy days, and, and so I'd just check in on every once in a while. But, but the, the other extra blessing in that was uh, my parents have been pretty, pretty safe, pretty conservative about going out with all the COVID stuff. So I haven't seen my parents since February. Um, and, uh, but, so I, when my dad said he was coming down, I said, are you sure? Because I know, you know, you got, you and mom are trying to, you know, stay safe and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, no, I, I need to come down and do this. So, so that, that was just a, a big blessing of, of having him in my life and having a wife that knew that, I was about to lose my marbles, and uh, so, so it's just blessing. That was just a good blessing for me. All right, we got one back in the back. I can't leave my post. I know. <laughs> I don't want to touch the mic. Okay. I'm weird with germs. I want to keep my class open. Um, I teach second grade at Logan Christian School, and one of the things that is a huge blessing, not, not only am I in school full-time, in person with my students, but because of this pandemic, I have three students that 
are at my school that wouldn't normally be um, without it. These are kids that um, are, I have a kid whose dad like was big into drugs and doesn't want anything to do with him and all kinds of stuff. And just seeing these kids who don't go to church regularly, who don't have a, a Christian home life, like embracing our Bible class, embracing chapel, like that's their favorite thing of the week. And I just think that's a huge blessing that I can minister to these kids through my job. Um, and I wouldn't normally have a chance if we weren't having a global pandemic, so. Yeah. It's crazy how God will use bad to turn them around and make good things out of them. I know one, one way that I saw God working this week was I talked a couple weeks ago about my neighbor who passed away. And uh, through that, though, and with a couple conversations with, with Chris and uh, Lieutenant Walton, um, they said it, you know, it would be really helpful to have a, a chaplain for the police department. And, uh, and so they asked me if that'd be something I'd be interested in, prayed about it, and uh, God opened the right doors. So I'm, I'm able to be the very, very part-time, just sort of on-call chaplain for the police department. Um, that mostly help out with tra sort of tragic situations. But I think God knew the timing of all of that. And uh, so I was be able to be down there on Thursday and take some cookies that Bethany got and, and uh, just, just be there to tell people, hey, we're praying for you. We love you guys. And um, so I, it's one of those things where like, it was like, God, what are you doing with this? But... Uh, God had time, his timing in it, so that, that's pretty cool. So I, I shared in the first service, but I'd like I wanted to share it again. Um, so in the worship team, we've we've kind of over the past month and a half or so uh, just really been relying on the Holy Spirit to lead the service. And uh, for the past month and a half, we haven't planned anything before we get here on Sunday. Like, Brian doesn't send me what he's, and he's never really sent me what he's talking on or speaking on. And um, But, you know, we just kind of come in and be like, does anyone have a song that's been on your heart? And if it was, we did it. And, but anyway, um, Today, this morning, when we were doing or starting the service, I'm standing back there, and Brian was, uh, you know, kind of talking a little bit, and something just hit me. It's like, we need to do Hungry. It wasn't any of the songs that we put up there. Actually, Shelly knew we were doing the song before the, the worship team did. I came up here to start playing, and I'm like, all right, we're going to maybe do Hungry. I told Shelly that. I'm like, we might do Hungry. I don't know. Um, and I thought to myself, I think it's in C. That'll be a good key for it. And uh, so I, and I was like, in my mind, I knew the song, but I didn't really know the song. So I didn't have music up there. Played it in C, which we normally play in D. It's completely wrong. And, and as I'm like about to start the song, I'm thinking, I've got more music here. I should probably just pick one that we've already gone through. But, you know, it just 
rang true, like, the Holy Spirit said something, let's do it. So we did the song. Brian comes and kneels at the altar while we're doing the song, and then after he stands up and gives this testimony of how, you know, what this song means to him. And quickly I realized, like, it doesn't matter how badly we did that song. God got glory by Brian being reminded of this testimony and sharing that testimony. That, that was the worship in that worship song. Like, it doesn't just have to be a perfectly executed song. It's, it's the Holy Spirit moving us reacting and, and listening to his word. And, um, man, we've just seen the Holy Spirit move in worship in, in the last month and a half like I've, I've not seen in a long time. And, um, you know, I, I think Smitty was, was pretty touched last week. I could see the Holy Spirit working in him, and he was just, you know, worshiping. And he reached out to me and sent a message on Sunday just, you know, thanking, you know, for the time of worship. And he mentioned that he didn't have my phone number, so I sent him my phone number. Um, we texted a couple times, and then, you know, later in the week, like, God was like, here's why you needed to give him your phone number. So I reached out and gave him a message of encouragement and some scripture and those type of things. I thought, man, like, I can't coordinate these type of things, right? There is no, no, uh, I don't have a big brain, but there's nothing in my brain that can do any of this. And, and to look back and say, there's nothing I did is what is so amazing to me. And I think it's just a huge testimony to just let God do all the little things. <laughs> don't, don't even worry about the big things. Let him do the little things, too. Like, that's, that's where you see God and hear his voice so much. So. I don't like to talk in front of people, but um, when you're talking about the music, the song, God has been faithful all my life. That really hit me today because today, uh, 30 years ago, my husband died. And that song just, he has been faithful to all my life. Even when I was going on a trip to Myrtle Beach, I think Pastor Livingston will remember this. We were in a 22-car pow-up, and God took care of us. And he takes care of me every day, my little decisions and my big decisions. And I know he is a way maker because he's done things that nobody could do. I thank him for it. In Jesus' name. Um. So, I just want to tell you guys, if you pray for us, our family, throughout the week and stuff, trust me, we need it. Uh, by Monday, we had had so much go wrong already <laughs> that I looked at Brian and I actually texted him and was like, Sunday is going to be awesome because when we have a terrible week and everything goes wrong, Sundays are the, are the day that we're just like, we sit back in awe of, of what God moves and does and, and speaks either to us or through others. So um, just, uh, I just want to thank God for all of our friends who, who are there for us. As, uh, like Brian said, you know, he was about to lose his marbles 
which I know because I already lost mine. Um, so I saw the, the signs. And, um, and his parent, his dad was able to come and help. But uh, while that was happening, our washer decided to flood the kitchen. And so that broke down. And so it was just one thing after another. But through it all, I kept, I kept saying and trying to remind Brian and even my kids and say, this is, this is probably just Satan trying to get at us because Sunday's going to be fabulous. And I can't wait to see what happens. And so far, it has been. So, let's see. Sound guy goes to, goes to turn the microphone up. Um, it, j just a real small thing. Uh, I had an opportunity to spend some time in conversation with uh, uh, my buddy Jason uh, yesterday morning. We usually try to get coffee, but for a while we haven't been able to. Um, and, and, you know, we try and grab some extra guys if we can, but, uh, you know, just as Out of the Boat does for me is, as a group of guys hold each other accountable, it's the same thing on Saturday mornings for him and I. And um, it's a blessing to have other men in my life to challenge me, encourage me, hold me accountable, disciple me as I can also disciple them, and just have that opportunity to seek God together um, and worship God together in small groups and small amounts of friends. Uh, very small thing, but it's a blessing to me that I can do that with uh, friends and, and close acquaintances. to say something, Adam. Hmm. Um, I was debating whether or not to say this, but uh, since Adam brought up yesterday morning, uh, this is kind of a, a praise for the peace I feel like God's given me in these crazy times, um, but it's also kind of a challenge. Um, Adam and I were talking yesterday about how the way that the situation with Smitty has been handled in the media uh, has kind of brought to light something I think we already kind of felt, but I just want to challenge everybody, be careful what you're consuming in the media, on social media. Um, you know, it can steal your peace so fast. And, um, you know, for one thing, if it's causing you, social media is supposed to be something that's a benefit to your life, that brings joy to your life. If it's causing you anxiety or strife or anguish, get off of it. I uninstalled the Facebook app, and now that I don't get those little notifications all the time, I'm so much happier. Like, and not even just happy, just like not wonder, oh, did anybody like that comment I made or whatever, you know, just, and we got to be really careful about, because I know some people are probably getting turned upside down about like news sources you thought were on your side, you know, and the way they're reporting this. If we didn't know Smitty, if this situation happened in another community, and I, th I thank you, brother, that you said you're praying and forgiving this, this woman and, you know, how you would handle if you met her again or came across her path, you know, we feel the need to rush to judgment. And I don't know where that comes from, if it's pride or what, but 
we need to turn that over to God. If you're feeling the need to comment on some situation that happened, you know, five states away, just remember this situation. If we didn't know Smitty, we didn't know his heart, we could be the ones judging him if this would have happened somewhere else, you know? So just ask God for the humility and for clarity and, and how we're conducting ourselves online and I guess that's it. I don't know. Good morning, everyone. Can you guys hear me? Okay. I usually don't stand up and talk, but um, this is our first time here this morning. My name's Harley Blake. Uh, My husband, Brian Blake, he's not here this morning with us, but we have three young kids. Um, I thought this would offer some encouragement to you guys. I couldn't help, but everybody kept talking. I'm like, Harley, don't get up. I don't want to talk. I don't want to say anything, but I have to. Um, So we are kind of just visiting some new churches. We've been a part of a church in Kingston, Ohio, since I was 17 years old. My husband and I have been together since we were about 12. Um, And so we're just now to the point with all this pandemic and everything where we feel like uh, our church isn't currently doing any kind of like kids classes or anything. And our kids just really, really need the classes. So I just want to say thank you for opening back up the kids classes. My kids need it and we need it. So we're just very thankful for that. Um, But kind of the blessing, the Holy Spirit speaking or moving this morning, especially um, I talked to one of my... uh, mentor friends that I lean on when I'm asking for encouragement and everything. And she said, just make sure when you go to a church, um, you know, new churches, I've never really been to any other churches besides ours in Kingston. She said, make sure it's spirit filled, filled, make sure they worship, make sure there's music. And then we come in here today and you're like, well, we're going to do a worship service today. I'm like, okay, like that's good. And even just a little bit more on top of that, um, I don't know what the name of the song is, but the first song that you guys sung, like, Your Goodness is come, like Running After Me, I was like, so I went to OU for my first couple years of school, and we drove 180, like, that's the road that we drove, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what radio station is good down this way, because I haven't drove this way in so long. I was just flipping through radio stations, trying to find a Christian station to come in, and that song was on, on my way down here. So I was like, okay, I got to stand up and say that because then you guys said you had a bad week and Sunday, good things are going to happen. I'm like, well, at least I know Holy Spirit's here. So <laughs> I just had to stand up and tell you guys. So yeah. it's a good morning. Well, yeah. And thanks for coming. We're glad you're here. Yeah. See, every once in a while, you got to stop and just go like, oh, God, God's doing stuff. Like, it's easy to, like, just kind of get your head down and be like, oh, you know, it's terrible and everything's terrible, you know, just kind of Eeyore syndrome. But, but when you stop and you look, man, God is just doing stuff all over the place. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Um, I'm real thankful. Last week, my dad made a testimony, and uh, I can't tell you how much praise I give the Lord for that one. But... Um, most of you know how addictions really tore my family apart. <clears throat> and uh, we're going through some things right now. Bone and Xavier are staying with me. And a few weeks ago, I'd had a pretty rough few days. And I'm sitting on the couch, and I just can't get my thoughts straight, you know. I'm reaching out to God, and I asked to hear his voice and, you know, actually speak to me. And... 
it wasn't just a couple of minutes after this is going through my head and I'm still sitting on the couch and four-year-old Bowen, she was three at the time, she comes walking out of the kitchen into the living room and looks at me right in the eyes and she says, Papa, God does not give up on you. And uh, I mean, I burst out into tears. <laughs> but I just want to give praise to God for that. That I really needed that at that moment. And it just it's crazy how it could come out of the mouth of a three-year-old. And that's what I needed to hear. You know, you could wait, or you could just say when I'm here, like, hey, come back here. You don't have to wait till I get up there. Thanks. I'm getting got, the miles in today. I waited till you got back up front, yeah. so <laughs> you, know, you need to exercise. There you go. Uh, I got two praises this week. Um, uh, Last Sunday, we were here, gathered as a church family, and uh, that was the day that uh, we dropped our son off to... Uh, joined the United States Navy, and uh, <clears throat> I remember earlier in the week, Fran told me, he said, you'll know how my parents felt when they dropped me off to become a Marine, and uh, whew, man, was he right, and uh, who, let me sh show a hands of you guys that have served the country, who in here served the country, so thank you guys for that. And uh, man, Sunday was rough, and then uh, we got to go back up and see him fly out on Monday. And uh, uh, he told me that, uh, man, you've been protecting me all these years, Pop. Now I get to go protect you. And uh, it was a rough couple days, and I kept praying to the Lord, just, I need some peace, Lord. Like, I got this hole in my heart, like I'm really hurting. And Jamie told me, you're just going to have to embrace the grind. And... Uh, and uh, a lot of guys around me keep me uplifted. And uh, it's like, man, this is rough, like the hardest thing I've ever done. I need a distraction. And uh, thank you, Smitty, for that distraction. Uh, because, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to thank the Lord for that distraction. Uh, and I mean it because um, a lot of us have, have got a lot of good time this week to spend with Smitty. And... Um, but the other praise I have is, and uh, I, I shared this with Smitty all week, that especially I think yesterday, was that I'm glad he's got you in this situation because our expectation is that now you get a really good chance to display Christ and share Christ. So that's a praise because I know that you will do it. So we're proud of you. And we love you, and I can't wait to see um, you do that. I know the dust is still settling, and we need to pray for that young lady. But it's going to be so awesome. People see Christ in you. We're proud of you, and I cannot wait until you get an opportunity for people to see Christ living inside of you. Man, I'm so excited. Like I want to run, I tell what I told you last, I want to run down the road with my shirt off and like twirl my shirt, man. I mean, I'm fired up. So uh, anyway, those are two, two great praise. I know you guys don't want to see that, but anyway, so anyway, thank you.
So just right now, I got a new praise that Matt's not running down the road with his shirt <laughs> off, twirling around his head. So that's one more. All right. Whew, that was good stuff. I'm, and uh, just, just so you know, we're planning on doing this. Uh, once a month for, oh, there you go, there you go. Wait, got yeah. yeah. <laughs> All the out of the boat guys, out of the boat, in the boat, out of the boat, in the boat. I just waited till he got back on the Thank stage. You. Thank you, I appreciate that. So the Lord led me to this scripture and I looked it up and I tried to keep it to myself. Then my wife said, you gonna read that? And I said, yeah, I probably should. So a lot of you have shared testimonies of um, really being under it this week, this month, this whole 2020. This is Isaiah 43, and I know some of you know this. It says, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, not just streams, not just little puddles, not just little bumps, but rivers of difficulty. You will not drown. And when you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not burn up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Listen, it doesn't say if, it doesn't say this may happen, it doesn't say, hey, keep the faith, be encouraged. It says, listen, this is going to happen to you. The Lord is with you. I needed that this morning. Praise the Lord. Just checking. Yeah. Yeah, God's God's good. Uh I uh we're going to keep doing this last Sunday of every month just stop and Take a step back and say, man, God's been good. And remind ourselves of that and remind ourselves that when we go through the, the deep stuff that God's there and that not only is God there, but that we have brothers and sisters around us that'll help, help us walk through it. And, uh, and that's, that's a gift. That's a gift. Um, and then, I'm not sure what it's going to look like completely yet, but uh, for the Christmas season, uh, we're going to finish. We're going to finish Romans right about Thanksgiving, and then for Christmas, we're just going to make it a 
praise-a-thon. And uh, I don't know if I'll preach in it or if y'all preach. Yeah, I'll preach pretty good. So I don't know. If, but but it, it's, it's on my calendar as, as just Christmas praise, a.k.a. And I, I did, literally did write this. It's Christmas praise, a.k.a. we made it through 2020. So if that's not a praise in and of itself, I don't know what it is. But if, if we could have the, the worship team come up, uh, we're going to celebrate communion. And, uh, and you have your little single-serve communion there at your feet. And uh, communion's a reminder for every single one of us that call on Jesus Christ as our Lord and the Savior of who he is and who we are. And so if you pull back the top layer, it's kind of two layers, the clear one, that'll get you to this little wafer. We're going to take this, then we're going to worship, and then we're going to finish up with the cup. But this bread is a reminder of Christ's body broken for us. The fact that God himself had a body, that he he left heaven and he came to earth to live in a body and had that body broken for us. That, That, like Jamie read, he didn't leave us, he came to us. He gave us the ultimate example of what God is, of what God is like, of God's heart, is that, that as we were going through a, a life that was full of sin and darkness, God didn't just leave us to it. Jesus came and met us in it. That he put a body on, that he walked a mile in our shoes. The, the Hebrew says that we don't have a high priest that doesn't understand what we're going through. That that he understands our weakness. That he, he's been there. He's walked a mile with us. And so as we take this, we remember Christ's body that was broken for us so that our brokenness might find healing. And whether that's God taking the pain away or just the fact that we know that while we're experiencing that brokenness, that he's right there with us. He died so that we could have that relationship. So Jesus, I thank you that you came and that you always come. That even in the midst of a pandemic in a world gone crazy, that you're still coming to us. And that your body is still speaking your love, that your crucifixion still has just as much power and meaning as it did 2,000 years ago. And so, Father, we just take this little piece of bread, but we remember the big thing that you did when you came to us. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Take and eat. Well, stand with me. We're going to praise the one who is worthy of our praise. 
we're going to worship, and then we'll finish by taking the cup together.
if you have your juice. This juice represents the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus that forgives every sin. The blood of Jesus that gives life. The blood of Jesus that brings healing and hope. The blood of Jesus that shows love in a way that can't be matched. This is my story. This is my song. May we praise our Savior all day long, every day, whether we're in the building or especially when we're out of it. We're here. If you come for church or watch church online, that's about an hour and a half. That gives you 186 hours left in your week. You can praise him just as much out there as you can praise him in here. You can tell your story just as much out there as you can in here. And as much as we need to hear it, they need to hear it. This is our story. This is our song. May we praise our Savior all day long as we take and drink. Love y'all. Have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay close to Jesus. And we'll see you back here next week. Love y'all.